0: Whoa! What's that? That's the sound of rock and roll. Well, you must know what time it is. It's that time for Instagram shoutouts. I'm your host Kevin Watt, and we're sitting with Captain Elise, our Instagram intern shoutout person.
1: Okay, so we're gonna start with Cycling83. It's a cycling blogger who has really awesome Instagram stories. Check out her blog on Facebook at Lavello O Femina. That's spelled L-E-V-E-L-O-A-U. F-E-M-I-N-I-N
0: And a big shout out goes to Simple Healing Arts She's an alternative holistic health coach and you can find her at www.simplehealingarts.com
1: Here's a shout out to Kat Sano super friend, super popular lady out of Fort Langley who is the head cheese of the awesome photo sharing app Okay Kevin Big Watts, let's see if I screw this up. I Paul Poe
0: you got it. You, are you pulling anything? No. <laughs> it's just not. Okay. You actually, you did a really good job. Okay. You, didn't, you didn't I poo-poo. No. It's not <laughs> you didn't I pulpo. Okay, there we go. <laughs> uh, and also a big shout out to uh, Dakota Fanning. Get this, you guys. She is out of Australia. If you are looking for some motivation for fitness, check her out on Instagram. She posts awesome videos of her working out, just getting pumped up and being dedicated to her her hobby.
1: Oh, and for all you cyclists out there, Bruce Wenting of Wenting Cycle is looking for your vote for the title of one of Canada's best cycling shops. So go to Bruce's post on the Trijoy Facebook page. And then while you're on Facebook, visit our good friend Brian Wilkinson. Uh, Go to his Facebook page. And when you're there, make a contribution to his Movember challenge. He's really close to reaching his goal for raising money for men's mental
0: health. So why not help him out? Ah yes, Brian Wilkinson. Great guy. He's out of Agassiz. He is the coach for TriJoy. Not only that, he is an Australian-Canadian. There, I got my two cents in on that one. Uh, And speaking of Facebook, don't forget to like us on Facebook and follow us on Instagram.
1: While some people dabble in the sport of triathlon as part of checking off a box on a bucket list, some people jump in head first into the bucket and never get out. After 17 years, a local athlete and ATC coach is still in that bucket and loving it. Welcome to another edition of Planet Mikey, the thoughts and experiences of Mikey Ross. In our fourth episode, we find out about the Judy Factor, his reasons for becoming a coach, and his relationship with monkeys. And you are doing really well, so right now we're going to get into some perhaps training advice or training insights. You've been doing this. Compared to a lot of people, you haven't been injured all that much. You have been, which gives you some legitimacy in the eyes of your peers. But as you have aged, how has your training changed over the years?
2: Mm. It's interesting. I think since becoming a coach has helped because... Uh, quite often I will work out with my athletes. So if I am working out with my athletes, unless there's someone in that group who is of equal or better ability than me, I have to tone it down a bit. And I I figured out a while back that I think my toning it down to maybe my 90% or my 95%, whatever it is, I'm not going full tilt. And by having to compromise my speed a bit, I'm I'm helping the other athletes attain better results with themselves, and I'm being a little safe with my own body. So I think that's one big thing. And the other thing is, I take rest days now, once a week. Monday's my rest day. I've actually turned it into meditation day. I do other stuff, but it's a training the mind. Day. Mm-hmm. Training the mind so I can be mentally tougher, and maybe have more joy in the experience. So a rest day. I never used to have rest days. I have a rest day now. And if I don't feel like going hard on a certain day. I simply won't, whereas before it was hard all the time. has to be hard, and I don't believe that anymore.
1: Let's talk about the mind. So for the past while, year or so, you've been training the mind with your wife, Judy, doing meditation at least once a week. How has that influenced your your training and your race day execution?
2: Mm, Interesting. I take a lot of notes uh, at meditation, and I am finding that the big messages from meditation are seeming to start to fall into place in my uh, regular life and my sport life as well. So I'm able to p- apply the skills uh, that I'm learning uh, when I'm racing. I know it sounds crazy because what meditation, race, well, how does that connect? Well, it's about the mind and what you're doing with your mind and whether you're using your mind efficiently and positively and also whether you're giving because it's all about giving to others and I am finding my meditation is really helping, but to be honest with you, Judy practices hers regularly every day. I have to remember to actually meditate rather than just go to meditation class and think, okay, that's it. I'm done. So I have to make it more of a habit. And uh, if I can train so religiously or train so dedicatedly, then I can learn to meditate more uh, seriously and more regularly. And that's my goal.
1: You've been doing this for how many years?
2: meditation oh just the no one. i'm sorry oh.
1: um triathlon triathlon the Seven, t word triathlon the
2: t word uh 17 years now Yep, yeah, 17 years why are you still doing it because i still love it oh my god i just like, i'm so excited about next year i'm thinking about the races coming up i'm thinking about my friends that i've got that are going to be racing and that are improving i'm thinking of my friend Kevin who just did Ultraman like all these people around me are still embracing the sport they're still getting a kick out of it and I still love it so if I don't love it I'm not going to do it anymore but I'm going to keep on doing it as often and as much as I can as long as my body will allow it and I'm respecting my body and I still love it I'm going to be triathloning until maybe until I'm as old as Sister Maria who knows
1: well now not only are you a uh accomplished athlete. You're also uh, a
2: coach with the Abbotsford Triathlon Club. How did that happen? I was phoned up and asked if I was interested in helping uh, develop a club in the Fraser Valley. And at the time, there were two different clubs being developed. Um, uh, For a variety of reasons, I chose to go with the Abbotsford Triathlon Club. Um, It sounded like a lot of training opportunities with great people, and it certainly turned out that way. Um, I decided to get my coaching Because after teaching for so many years and giving as a teacher, I was starting to feel a little antsy being retired. And I thought, no, 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 this can't happen. I don't want to be one of those retired people that feels like he's ever bored because I don't (laughs) like that word. I don't use that word. So rather than be bored, I decided that I would uh, take on the coaching. And what was cool was Kevin at the same time and Sean Melia were interested. So the three of us got our first level coach training together. Three buddies getting coached together. How awesome is that?
1: So when we were doing the promotional spot for this interview, we were saying that uh, we wanted to find out what made Mikey tick, and we wanted to (laughs) see how he was successfully or unsuccessfully making the transition from being a teacher um, to retirement land. So the angle that we were kind of working uh, it, it kind of boiled down to this question. So this might sound a little bit corny, but you were a high, uh, high school, uh, an elementary school teacher yep. for how many years? 32. 32 years. And you've been a triathlon coach for how many years?
2: I think this is starting our fourth year.
1: Fourth year. So what are some of the similarities oh, and differences cool. between teaching grade one and two kids and coaching fully grown triathletes?
2: Well, I'm going to say right away I'm rather an orthodox coach because I decided right away I have to be true to myself and I am a goofball. I like to make people laugh. I like to sing. I like to dance. I like to use puppets. Guess what? I'm using all that stuff in my coaching. I uh, I really haven't changed anything about myself as a teacher. I use the same teaching skills, the same layering of information, the same three stars and a wish.
1: So we're talking about similarities and differences, fully grown triathletes and teachers and interacting with um, grade one and grade two students and regardless of who you are appealing to who you are mentoring the monkey comes out tell us the history of the (laughs) monkey
2: Oh, the monkey. Monkey hasn't been around that long. I managed to be gifted as a teacher to be able to be a mentor to, I believe it's about 15 student teachers. And one of my last, my third to last student teacher was Nathan Reese, who is now working full time in Mission, a fantastic teacher he liked to use monkeys and he used monkeys in his both his practicums with me his final and his first practicum so there were monkeys in our classroom the kids were drowned in monkeys we they were bringing (laughs) stuffies from home we were drawing doing artwork with monkeys, science about monkeys basically it was monkey year and when nathan left I discovered that my fascination with and and love of monkeys didn't go away when he left. So I started buying all sorts of monkey puppets and and doing monkey stuff with the kids as well. So that was attributed to Nathan Reist. And uh, then I decided that I liked monkeys so much that I would kind of use the monkey as my mascot in racing and I used him actually in a race where I was just recovering from a run and I put the monkey on my hat and of course it was bouncing on my back so as I did my race I would call out to people there's a monkey on my back there's a monkey on my back (laughs) but this is the day it's not on my back and later on some people were asking me what that was all about and I explained I was running with the monkey on my back it was sort of my way of showing that I'd recovered from injury and I've kind of woven it into all of the activities now Um, it appears on the track and when I hang it on the fence when I look at it it helps me especially when I have it with racing I took it actually to the championships the world multi-spar championships and I had it on my bike in one of the races to prevent me from getting so serious that I couldn't remember that it's about fun and joy because I never want to get to that point where I'm not noticing the people around me able to call out encouragement to someone else able to get outside my own head and realize that we're all in this together and it's a shared experience so the monkey keeps me light the monkey keeps me silly